What's going on, everybody? This is the First and Frame Rate Show. I am Leah Baller. Over here, we talk about Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons football. We're going to mix it up a little bit today. Uh, for the most part, this is going to be a show that should have been done on Monday and today. But obviously, you know what happened last, uh, you know, this, well, this past weekend, you kind of know what happened. So I had to address my thoughts on the media and what they were doing or lack thereof. And uh, so we kind of got past that. So I'm kind of bringing some more topics from, uh, you know, Monday to the forefront. Well, the ones I wasn't want to do on Monday to the forefront. So if this is your first time here. Welcome to the first and frame rate show. I am the Avala over here. We talk about Georgia Southern football and Atlanta Falcons football. But today we're going to mix that up. And uh, if you are interested in listening to more of this or other ways of listening, I am on YouTube and Rumble. If you want to have just audio, I am on Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, and Google Podcasts. So hopefully you guys will find other ways to subscribe or, um, you know, share this content on different platforms because it's, it's cool to do so because you may you never know one of these platforms may go down and you can listen to them on other areas. So also, if you want to contribute, the links are down in the description. If you really like the content, that does help this, uh, not only the channels, but the podcast grow in general. So hopefully you guys will check all the avenues out and help me expand in this uh, program. All right, let's get into this before I want to talk about, you know, um, you know, football stuff, because we're going to get into the football stuff when it gets to the Falcons. Uh, I'm going to go outside of my element and talk about something I don't know much about because I don't follow it. And I, I, I do apologize for not following it because I did not realize how successful things have been for George Southern cheerleaders. And I know that's not in the title, but I want to give them their due. I want to give them their praise because they won the, the National Cheerleaders Association National Championship for 2022. And they're they've been back to back champions. Now I did not know no, I did not know this. All this time I sit here and I follow Georgia Southern stuff. I mean, I don't talk about it much on here, but I talk about pretty much you know, I don't talk about it, but I know pretty much about their athletics from a distance. If it's you know, I know a little bit about baseball and the basketball, the rifle team, the golf team, shout out to the golf team, they won the Sun Belt Conference. And the tennis team is doing well, soccer. I follow I follow it from a distance, but as far as this show goes, I don't really talk about it. And I want to give these girls their props. They did a phenomenal job of winning another national championship, back-to-back titles. And I didn't also I didn't know this. This is their eighth overall since 2008. So in the past, what you know, I mean, goodness, what 12, 14 years they've won eight. I don't that that's incredible. I mean, we're we're talking about pretty much a dynasty, you know. And you know, Georgia Southern is known for national championships, and I don't care, really, you know, where it comes from. Like I said, it could be from the cheerleaders all the way down to I don't care what debate uh, team. I I don't even know if we so they even do that, but whatever competition we have, I want to be the national champion in all of it. And I I mean all of it, and it's just phenomenal. So incredible, incredible, uh, vic, uh achievement for these girls i mean like i said it's the seventh national championship for the all-girl team and eighth overall since 2008 that is just just straight awesome george southern they also claimed the national championship in a co-ed division in 2017 i mean they, they, they i mean these girls are just phenomenal so i just wanted to put that out there congratulations to the girl the i mean the all-girls national championship team for uh cheer cheerleading 
She's great. Just great. Good to see. Also, I want to talk about uh, George Southern baseball real quick. So that's one of the topics. Let's go ahead and get into that. George Southern baseball, just um, the men's baseball just got finished beating up on the Texas uh, State uh, Bobcats. They're number 11. Oh, no, they're number 10. They were number 10 in the country at the time. Beat them and uh, won two out of three in the um, the series. Very, very good uh very, very good and very solid wins for Georgia Southern. Unfortunately, they're not ranked because of this, but I will say they are 20 and 11. That's actually pretty good. Eight and four in the conference. And I don't know the entire conference schedule, but I think they're like one or two. And they're like one or two in, in, in the Sun Belt. So, I mean, these guys are doing pretty good as well. I mean, shout out to these guys at, um, you know, Georgia Southern. I mean, the baseball team has always been pretty decent. You know, always been a pretty solid team, but for them to pull that off is actually pretty great. I mean, we we got a handful of wins over um, Georgia because I mean we beat up on number twenty Georgia at one time. Uh, we split a series on, against them, and we we were doing pretty good against them throughout the season. Um, well, last year we we were, and you know, it, it's just a really good thing just to have a solid athletics overall it's not just basketball or you know basketball's kind of falling off a little bit with, but they should be able to bounce back but football and um you know and all the other sports it's good to have solid teams across the board so i really like to see all of that so hopefully you know that will continue and i would be remiss if i wouldn't be wouldn't talk about um <laughs> And I will be remiss if I wouldn't talk about Georgia State. I'm not sorry, not Georgia State. We play them in baseball later on this week. Um, but I wouldn't be remiss if I talk about Texas State uh, social media. I mean, they just started blocking everybody. It was ridiculous. It was actually kind of, it was actually hilarious. And I mean, I just wanted to chime in and I said, look, you know, these sore losers are having a meltdown because they, you know, they can't take an L properly. Hell, they blocked me too. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm not really, you know, I'm not really tripping on it or whatever, but I, I just thought it was funny. And um, they need to do better. I mean, they, they that's that's kind of pathetic that, you know, they're, you know, blocking people because they lost a game. And, you know, it's not, I mean, it's all fun and games at the end of the day. Nobody's sitting here, you know, taking it too serious. It's just a game. And you know, when you get to that point, you feel like you have to block people for stuff like, you know, talk, calling you guys out for, being arrogant and you end up losing losing the series at that i mean you gotta take it on the chin you know you gotta take it in a stride and be like all right we lost that one and uh we'll be back in another time so i'm really interested to see you know uh what happens with texas state i'm actually interested to see if uh you know georgia southern can go ahead and um we have to play presbyterian next um and then we go a uh, three game uh series with georgia state that that's going to be good that's going to be pretty good. And they play um they play in Statesboro. So that that's pretty dope. Probably have to watch that. I, like I said, this is one thing I I haven't been doing. I haven't been following the baseball team like I should. I mean, you know, the guys in the Discord has been doing a really good job of keeping uh, you know up us up to date, which I highly recommend you, you know, follow us on on come through the Discord and chat with us. But um they've been doing a pretty good job of showing or letting people know what's going on on the, on the you know, in the baseball uh, side of things. And I think that we need to start doing that. Now, you know, we as in, you know, people who are not watching. I think we should be able to do that because it's it's pretty cool to see a team actually doing good and doing, um, and, and we, they need all the support when they're doing a really good job. So um, 
we're gonna see how that plays out. I'll probably watch some this weekend, so uh that's gonna be pretty interesting to see. All right, before I get over to the Atlanta Falcons stuff, I want to talk about Adam Schefter real quick. We we I didn't really address him um yesterday when I talked about the whole, you know, Dwayne Haskins situation and rest in peace to Dwayne Haskins. Very tragic what happened to him. Well, Adam Schefter had some uh, very, you know, insensitive remarks, but he since then apologized. He apologized publicly um uh yesterday. So that's you know really cool to see that he uh publicly apologized and let people know how you know wrong he was and how things you know could have been done better and you know sometimes i don't really care about people apologies because i feel like if you have to apologize on something that could have been avoided it was basically meant to say that you meant to do it and if you meant to do it then just stand by it you know so i feel like you know in most cases i look at people apologies and be like all right okay they apologize and just shrug my shoulders keep it moving but i will say in this instance i i believe I believe that I believe that Adam Schefter was sincere with his apology. I believe that he realized that he messed up. I think I think he realized that he uh didn't put things out the right way. And I know the the mob is still going to go after him. I mean, he, that's just something he's going to have to live with. That that that. I mean, Adam Schefter has been under so many uh, so much scrutiny because of some things he's done prior to this doing asking things that I don't want to get into. But I feel that he has um. He's just going to have to take that. I think he did the best thing that he could was apologize, and that's cool. It's okay to apologize and move on. You know, I think you did. I think he did the right thing in this instance because um, the way that it sounded, even though he it sounded like he wrote it all on a piece of paper, I think he learned his lesson on this one. I think he'll be really hesitant to go and um, do something of this nature again. Uh, now, do I sit here and say that? all is forgiven and don't go after him. I mean, do what you want to do. Me personally, I never, I don't follow him on Twitter. I don't know anything about that, you know, his ways. I just hear about him. But I feel like with the situation, you tweeting what you tweeted and you come back and apologize and you gave him a a real send-off, give Dwayne Haskins a real send-off, I can't do nothing but say, okay, from what I hear, it sounds like it's sincere. If it is, it's cool. If it's not, I'm going to still do what I do. So, um... But I think at the end of the day, I think this is a lesson learned for everybody. Anybody in the media, small, big, or indifferent, as far as being in the media. If you're big time, that's cool. If you're not, you know, you we all learn something. That it's not okay to be first. It's not. Not all the time. You know, I mean, I think the whole thing about being first is starting to fall back a little bit. I think more people are starting to understand that. Ooh, excuse me. I think a lot of people are starting to understand that that it's okay to be right and wait five or ten minutes and be right instead of just trying to be five seconds ahead of everybody and be first and have a disaster like this so hopefully that he learned from it you know i hope other people has as well and um we'll see how things play out you know football season is right around the corner you know he's going to be tweeting to talk about stuff sooner or later maybe he'll be a little bit hesitant now before i get out of here i want to talk about this atlanta falcons bpa seems real so i mean bpa means best player available I think this is becoming to be a reality at this point. Um, there's been some edge rushers that have been meeting with Atlanta. I think this is like the third or fourth quarterback that's been meeting with Atlanta. There's nothing set in stone that's going to happen at number eight or probably the first three picks. The first three picks, uh, the, the 43 and 58th pick. Uh, I don't think there's nobody knows what's going to happen with those picks, and that's a good thing. People are speculating. I think there are some people up to mock draft number 10, and I'm like, 
I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, how many times do you think these teams are going to change their mind? The fact that they're changing their mind is just the fact that we don't, nobody knows. And, and I think that's a really cool enigma. Now, we can all give our opinions about who we think they should pick up. But at the same time, I think the mystery of it all actually is pretty cool. I like to have the mystery of it and um, be surprised or with the good pick or surprised with the head scratcher. And I think that's something that we all should be able to, um, I think it's something that we all should be able to, you know, appreciate because, you know, it's not okay about, you know, I ain't gonna say it's not okay to be right because you want to be right, especially in your, you know, your uh, thought process, you want to be right. But when it comes to like another team picking another player, um, being right is cool, but I think it does take away from the uh, the the mystery of it, and I think that's one thing that we are uh, all you know kind of missing out on when it comes to the draft nowadays, because you don't know really who's gonna you know go at what spot. Most of the time, you may know who's gonna be going number one or number two, maybe in some cases even number three, but really, to be honest, it it, it just feels better when we don't know. In my opinion, I feel like it's, it's much better that we don't know. Because I think now Sam Howell is supposed to be uh, visiting the Falcons really soon. I think it's, you know, I think it's really interesting to see, you know, who's all is coming to visit, official or unofficial. Because um, it, it's just, it, I ain't going to say it's, it's all over the place, but uh, you just don't know, you know. Because now they got Sam Howard to meet, and they, they had a other a couple of other guys that's supposed to be meeting. I think they're up to like the second or third quarterback, and they you know, and most of the uh, other uh, players that are coming in to meet is like like edge rushers, you know. So that's gonna be really cool to see um, what happens there. I'm really interested in that because. Um, when you're doing the job, because I think last year I did a, a draft a live stream and it was fun because, you know, I had a couple of guys with me. We were all in the chat talking. And every time when the team, when my team picked something, it was, it was a little exciting. It's not really exciting when you're not really, when you really kind of know, but it's like really exciting when you like really see what this team is thinking about, what they are actually trying to do what Terry Fontenot and them are trying to put them on the field because last year we kind of saw it the old Kyle Pitts Chris Dahlman I think Dahlman was a uh, a rookie um I can't remember uh you know Richie Grant Taekwon Gardner you know you know you you want to see those guys like that continue to push and it's always a good thing you know so um you know, always try to, you know, get those guys better and put those guys out there. And then you bring in the second batch of guys in the draft. You, we just don't know who they're going to pick. I think it's going to be a, a a lot of smart picks. And the best player available is, um a, for the most part, smart pick. You know, you just don't want to duplicate the, you know, as far as the position, obviously. But I think that, you know, with Terry Fonda on them, what they've done in year one with him and Arthur Smith together, I think they're going to be okay. But, you know, I, I just, the the more people that comes to Flowery Branch, the more people who come to the Falcons organization to interview, it seems like the best player available situation is going to be, you know, something to behold. And I think it's something that we may need to, you know, face the fact on because I know a lot of people in uh, Discord want edge rush, some people want other positions. Uh, and, and, you know, it, it's just it's just something where um, 
it calls for good discussion when it's healthy. But when you don't know and you, and you have some people stuck in their ways, oh, they must pick this player. You know, it's not as fun and it's not as exciting. So I'm liking what I see from the Falcons with all these guys are moving in the, the interview and have a scheduled situation where um, they get to sit and talk or they get to figure out what the facility look like, what Terry Fano, uh, what Arthur Smith are trying to do trying to do and it may intrigue them to want to come to Atlanta if they're drafted by Atlanta. So that's going to be really interesting to see. That's going to wrap it up for me. If you like this content, the like button, share this uh, content uh, wherever you are. Share it and let everybody know what we're doing over here. Um, once again, I'm on YouTube, Rumble, Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google. So you can click any of the links down there to try to subscribe to any of those uh, areas where... Um, the audio um you know or the visuals on display also if you want to donate you can click the links down below as well help contribute and uh it helps the podcast grow it really does all right a little bit shorter than usual but i think i got my point across overall shout out to once again to the uh lady cheerleaders of georgia southern national title shout out to the baseball team of georgia southern being number 10 um, 10, uh, texas state not once, but twice, and took advantage of the uh, the series between the two. And we're going to continue to watch what the Falcons do. All right, y'all. I hope you guys are having a fantastic Tuesday. You guys be easy. You guys be blessed. Peace.